0: It's time for law and disorder with Pine County Attorney Reese Fredrickson. It's all right here on the Q Media On Demand podcast. Let's welcome in Reese Fredrickson. Uh, Reese, how's it going today, my friend? I'm having a wonderful day. I, I think She's it's coming in hot. Yeah, right. I,
1: it's even better that it's your birthday and, and you're oh, upset know. about it being your birthday. So, well,
0: I'm not, <laughs> I don't. I'm not upset per se. I just come from a family where birthdays are birthdays, like they're like they're still a birthday, and we still acknowledge them. But it's not like uh, it's not like the world stops for you. Or like my wife's family, it's all like it's a week thing. Like and the birthday is like a sacred event and stuff like that. Where like for my family, it was like, hey, happy birthday! And my parents used to give me us like a set of tires for our birthday. Oh, okay. For safe, my mom's a big safety nut. So she'd be she'd buy like tires like mm-hmm. for so every year you get two tires so you take those two tires you put them on the back put the back tires on the front and then that's how you would continue to go every year and you'd be safe because you'd have new tires or whatever nice and then last year my mom decided to discontinue that oh, and bummer. she's just gonna buy like us a twenty dollar gift card to like our favorite restaurant which is a significant financial difference but whatever you know mom I I get it she's retired but here's the thing. <laughs> Is my brother, my brother's four years older than me. Mm-hmm. My sister's three years older than me, which means they both got multiple years of tires more than I did.
1: They probably got four tires.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they got, well, they got, they got, my brother got eight. My brother got eight tires. Wow. And then my sister got six. So I'm, I'm, I'm down at least 14 tires comparatively. Wait, let me do, let me redo that math. Yeah, fourteen tires comparatively. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: that's not fair. This um, was and
0: the younger ones, the younger child, supposed to be the spoiled one. Right. And I'm like, it's it's it it doesn't seem fair to me. And I, now, granted, I owe my parents three thousand dollars, but that's not that's beside the point. I asked my mom. I said, "How about for this year's birthday, you just forgive all the debts that I have," and she just laughed. She said no. <laughs> She's when, like, nah, I'm not falling for that. When are you paying her back, I, I every, I do. She automatically somehow. I still have a bank account attached to my parents at age 34. Wow, it's a lot of work to like change that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah, that's what it is. I really don't, <laughs> I really don't care if they look at what they can look at my financials. They just see it growing by the hundreds of thousands of dollars each paycheck. So. <laughs> she actually just automatically takes a hundred dollars out of every uh, twice a month oh, okay. out of my bank account. So I'm slowly but surely paying it back. You'll be tied to her for a while. So that's yeah, uh, that's it. It's I think she said I got like two and a half years left of paying her back. But you know that's that's what parents are for. Take money from, and they take it back. I guess at some point, uh, usually when they're a little bit older. But whatever, mom and dad keep taking it. Uh, Reese. enough about me and my birthday and everything that's
1: important in life. Uh, let's talk about what you got going on. What did you come in to talk about today? Sure. Um, on that uh, whole car theme and tires, we'll talk about a motor vehicle fleeing cases, a couple of them actually. Um, and just so people know, I do accept gifts of tires. I'm just going to throw that out there.
0: Tires. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll check. They're in the mail. I'll, I'll send them in the mail. Yeah. Wonderful. Be careful what you wish for because at the end of the road, you might see a stack of about 20 tires. None of which you can use. I think, That's that happen, true. I think that happens a little bit more in the county here than we'd like to admit.
1: Right. So, okay, maybe I'll I'll go back <laughs> on that. I'll, I'll take cash. Yeah, I'll, cash. I'll, I'll buy the as tires. Well. So the person I'm going to talk about today is uh, a person who has been known to law enforcement in this area for a while. His name is Jesse Leroy Boster, B-O-S-T-E-R, 31 years old, um, originally a Pine City. And he has a a very lengthy criminal history, Um, at least 14 prior felony convictions. A lot of those happened here in Pine County. About half of those involved fleeing in a motor vehicle. So he's not a very successful motor vehicle um, thief or uh, person who flees. He usually gets caught. But um, he did not learn. So we're going to go to January 6th of 2021. Um, And he is on probation. And he has a Department of Corrections agent out looking for him because uh, it's alleged that he is violating conditions of his probation. And this agent has information that he is up at the casino, or at least has some rumor that he's mm-hmm. hanging around there. So the agent travels to Hinckley and lets uh, Mille Lacs travel. The police officers know that he'll be in the area looking for a boss or at the casino. And while he's waiting for the police officers, this agent decides to go into a local gas station in Hinkley. And did to get a drink and kind of hang out and wait for the PD. And it's just kind of like a movie. You know, he's sitting in the gas station. Um, He's probably got a lawn day, looking at a lawn day ahead of him, looking for this guy. And uh, he looks up and in through the door comes Bosser's girlfriend, who is also well known to law enforcement. And um, he looks her probably around the corner of the counter and and looks out the window. And here's Bosser seated in uh, the driver's seat of a vehicle. Uh, it's a Chevy uh, pickup truck, with a, one with a Duramax. It's a big truck. And so he puts his drink down. He sneaks out, gas station, gets in his own car, calls the PD and says, hey, you know that guy I'm looking for, he's here. I found him. Or at the, he's at the gas station. Come meet me here, please. Come here quick. Turns his car around and then uh, puts in an area that he can watch this Chevy and Boster. And so he's sitting there waiting and waiting um, for a PD to show up, and Buster's girlfriend exits the gas station, gets into the truck, and then Boster pulls out, and then they head to a four-way stop sign in Hinkley. And again, something else out of a movie. He's going one way up to the four-way stop sign, and the uh, cop car is coming the other way up to a four-way stop sign. And they probably stop at about the same time. It's probably one of those awkward uh, you, <laughs> No, seconds. you go first. You go first. You man. go first, yeah. yeah. And, of course, they, Boster goes first yeah. and uh, crosses the intersection. And then the Malax travel officer gets in behind Boster. And he figures out what's going on and, uh, and hits the accelerator. And the truck just takes off. So, eventually, um, he's speeding. He goes up to speeds of over 100 miles an hour. And, of course, this is January, middle of winter, and uh, goes down uh, Sinking Road in um, um, near Hinkley there. And if you know anything about the road, I believe it's a kind of a long gravel road. And so he's exceeding 100 miles an hour going down this road and drives into a field and busts open a couple of metal gates, um, some pretty nice gates, but uh, causes about $422 in damage to those gates as you bust through them. And actually goes through a, a field of pretty deep snow, but it was able to kind of ford this uh, field in this truck and just flies across. Must have got the it
0: from John Hershey's Cambridge Motors, I'm guessing then.
1: He must have, you know. It's, a, it's a, just plowing through, no problem. Yeah, I, I think it's a good engine, a good good type of vehicle. And then the Blacks PD tries to follow behind him on his tracks through the field, and he gets his Scott car stuck. So fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So bosser has gone. And of course, PD officer is stuck in the field. But that's not the end of the case, of course. Um, I mean, we've got a positive ID on the guy. He's on squad camera. We go back to the the gas station. We have surveillance of him at the gas station of him taking off and all that. So obviously, we're not going to let him go. We're going to write up a warrant on him. And that's what we did. So he's got a warrant out there and uh, eventually arrested on that.
0: Why didn't he just, when he saw him at the gas station, why didn't he just uh, detach one of his tires or something? Or park his car in front of, there's just too many people around, probably? Make an unsafe situation it's, for the fact that he's a person that consistently runs?
1: Exactly, yeah, it's, it's unsafe. Also, better,
0: this would have been a better question, I guess, for the uh, the sheriff more than for you, but...
1: Right, but it's it does involve. Uh, it, I mean, that's a this gas station is a very busy gas station, yep. a very public place. Um, Local business, you don't want to you know,
0: interrupt business. I understand that.
1: Nope, you don't want to mm-hmm. hurt other people, mm-hmm. hurt the business, um, and then of course the DOC agent. You don't want him. You've, he's got to consider his personal safety as well. Um, this is again a 14 time felon who, you know, is is kind of unpredictable. Uh, this is somebody that you want to give a little leeway to and arrest um, uh, uh, safely.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Okay.
1: So that was, um, that's case one. Um, So obviously, you know, we've got a warrant and stuff and charges on him. About six months later or so, um, June 24th, 2021, Sheriff's Office, deputies, um, they receive a complaint at a address up near Willow River on Perel Cowitz Road. And uh, so they go up, go to this road, um, to this residence up there, and as they approach, there's a driveway into this residence, and there's two cars blocking the driveway. And one car is a Ford Focus, and it has its running lights on, doesn't appear to be anybody in it. The other car is a Volkswagen Passat. They immediately recognized the Volkswagen because the Volkswagen was involved in a, a flea case sometime earlier, where they didn't identify the person driving. They felt it was Boster, but didn't have a positive ID. So. Right away, they they focus on this Volkswagen, and they go up to secure it because of evidence from the earlier case. And as they're doing that um, in the Ford Focus, suddenly Boster comes into view in the driver's side, puts the Focus in reverse, and um, flies backwards, smashes into the squad car that's in the driveway. Oh, okay. Causes about $1,500 in damage, and probably answers your question, too, of why they didn't block him in at the gas station. Great point,
0: yeah do to get their personal vehicle damage, Yep.
1: Right. And then he takes off and and flies down this Perelkowitz road towards the city of Bruno. And again, they're going at high speeds. Um, and he uh turns Bosser then turns into the city of Bruno, which I mean I'm guessing it's about 30 mile an hour speed limit and residences and and people out. So at that point, deputies have positively identified him, they got him on camera. Um they have an identification of the vehicle and everything, so they terminate the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Again, for for safety, it makes sense. Safety, yep. yep, and just let them go. And then a short time later, they're just driving around the city of Bruno, and they happen to see the Ford Focus. And uh, guys, not not really a master in disguise. He put a mass- mattress like there's an old mattress, and he put it over the license plate, thinking that would hide. The fact that this was the same car but yeah. obviously i think sheriff's office is fooled by that so they go over to this um, you know identify the focus and as the deputy's out there looking at the car he hears boster's voice in a in a nearby camper talking and recognizes his voice because they've had plenty of contact with him in the past and then um, orders him out of the trailer and then there's kind of yelling back and forth and After some time, Boster, I I think, escapes out a back window or something and starts running uh, across a field and then running uh, down, you know, hiding somewhere in the city of Bruno. Again, they had officers looking for him, didn't get him at that time. But, of course, we, again, issued a arrest warrant for him and stuff on that. So cases, I mean, easily provable cases. Um, He's convicted of both those crimes. And this was actually last Tuesday. Uh, He was convicted of them. And uh, for both of them, he was sent to prison for 20 months. Um, I know somebody listening to this will probably think, well, geez, he's got 14 prior felonies. Why is he only going for 20 months? Yeah, that seems pretty light, my friend. It does. Um, And the reason is that it has nothing to do with um, me or um, law enforcement or the judicial system. It's just that's the way the legislature set the sentencing guidelines up. Um, So... Fleeing in a motor vehicle is considered the least severe felony that you can get in Minnesota. All felonies in Minnesota are ranked from like one to twelve.
0: That's fleeing seems like one of the more dangerous ones of the of the fel. I well, yeah. some felonies, I guess. Yeah, and absolutely
1: seems it, pretty and, dangerous. Yeah, you know, and that's the first thing I always think of when when we deal with fleeing cases because people die in these cases, mm-hmm. properties damaged, um, yeah, people get run over. It's just it, it's a uh,
0: I guess though you don't want to, you know. I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes people flee just from sheer fear. So I guess I get yeah. it. It's not always like a hundred percent malicious. Like you get, you flee, and then you realize like twenty minutes or ten seconds down the road, you're like, oh, this is stupid. Why did I do this? So I, I guess I can under, I can understand in some cases. This just seems like one of those ones where it's you're like. It's pretty obvious that there was it was intentional and there was no remorse for
1: it, but right, you know, and he's done it many times mm-hmm. in the past. But, but like I said, it's it's something that the legislature sets up, and um, you could get a lot of these flees before even looking at prison time. And but it's all because it's a low severity level. My job is I, I get the conviction mm-hmm. and I do my best to argue to put that person behind bars and away from uh, society, and that's what a judge did in this case. And so well, you never
0: know, twenty months, maybe this is it. Maybe this is the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some Twenty the months. Self reflection. Yeah. Um, kind of get off the drugs and all that stuff. That's that's messing you up. And the other positive about that too is he has he's facing um, some other crimes in other counties. And it, when we get the convictions here, we add points to his criminal history, which means that if he has more severe stuff in another county, it's going to increase the sentence because he's got the additional points here. Mm-hmm. So that's I mean that's kind of how it works. But uh, to me, the important thing is, is, you know, we got the conviction, we got him in prison, and um, we've got him well on the road to hopefully additional prison time in these other places.
0: Well, sounds like you did a great job per usual. I wouldn't expect anything less. Uh, Anything else you you wanted for today, Reese? That was it. Well, it sounded like there was a lot of law and not enough disorder, so I'll work on more disorder for next next time. Reese, thanks for stopping on by. Thank you. I appreciate it. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.